How does Andy look for being 33 now? The same. Haggard. Yeah. Old. Old, wise. Wise? Mm -hmm. What do you want out of him? Wink. (laughs) (laughs) Wise. You did just see him go down a rabbit hole of maniacal. That was the most. um, What is the word I'm looking for? Like. I don't even know. I've never seen anybody like revel in someone's misery more than. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I also do that though. That's like the mean. I mean, we all do it a little bit sometimes. Maybe not. Maybe not everyone. But I definitely know that I have that in me. Yeah. Where I like sit back and I'm like, hmm, look at this. (laughs) Ah. Anyways, welcome to the V Spot podcast. Tonight, V stands for stands for vengeful, right? It does. Vengeful. It does. Podcast. It sure it does. Yeah, great. I'm Danny. I'm Kat. And thanks for listening to us. It's not vengeful. It's a vegan podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. Greatest of greats. So, what do you want to talk about? This is I. You know, I really like. <laughs> For lack of a better, I really, like, blew my load on the uh, tight five there, which y'all can find out about if you are one of our Patreons. Yes. With the Fridge Spot podcast. The Fridge Spot podcast. Mm -hmm. Precast cast. Precast cast cast. Precast. Pre-pod pod cast. Pre-pod cast. I still don't understand why he does that, (laughs) if I'm being honest. He likes the sound of his own voice, so he has to add more words. That's fair. Honestly, though, he does have a good radio voice. It's true, for sure. So, but anyways, so what do you want to talk about? What do you want? What do you got this evening? Uh, Did you watch the video I sent you? No. You should have watched it. How are we going to talk about it if you didn't watch it? Well, hold on. I'll watch it right now. (laughs) It's kind of long, I think. I don't remember. I only watched, um, like, the actual video that I sent you. I didn't watch the episode that it happened during um and i only knew about it because people on social media were blowing their loads to use your terminology (laughs) about this people were really mad no not the oh that was from no the bill maher video oh yes oh okay perfect. oh okay i thought you were talking about something with corey since then no i thought i looked at the cory booker thing Oh. Um, I think that you guys may have talked about Corey. Booker. Oh, yes, we did. And I was like, was that a video? Yes. I was dying, so I didn't no. pay attention. Yes, no, yes. Andy and I did talk about Cory Booker on our special special edition episode. Um, no, the Bill Maher video that I sent you. Yes. Yes, yeah. I, I um, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, as soon as I watched it, I was like, oh, shit, we should talk about this. But also... There's the part of me that like is like, oh, maybe we shouldn't talk about this, <laughs> you know, because people are so um, affected. And, you know, I, I'm on the one hand, I'm very conscious of not wanting to offend people. But on the other hand, I'm right. like, oh, God, I'm tired, you know. Right. Um, so, I, you know, I want to be politically correct and sensitive and all of that, of course. But um, I do have feelings about this video. I will tell, say. So tell me your feelings. I am scared to share my feelings. 
Um, but so, all right. So just for context, for anybody who has not seen it, um, Bill Maher uh, went on one of his little tangents, as Bill Maher does, um, on his show last week. Uh, and he got a little bit of flack for some things that he said, um, mm -hmm. uh, uh, mostly saying that um, we should encourage fat shaming rather than, um, you know, that it should make a comeback rather than um, going away or what have you. Um, it says that the quote is, in August, 53 Americans died from mass shootings. Terrible, right? Do you know how many died from obesity? 40,000. Fat shaming doesn't need to end. It needs to make a comeback. Some amount of shame is good. We shamed people out of smoking and into wearing seatbelts. We shamed them out of littering and most of, mm. out of, most of them out of racism. Shame is the first step in reform. <sighs> so... <laughs> <sighs> so here's the thing. This is how I feel. Um, okay. So if you watch the whole video, don't... For those of you listening, don't just go based off of those words. Watch the whole video because okay. the whole clip leading up to that point, I actually think is is pretty good. Like I liked everything that he had to say up until that point because his, you know, what got him there was talking about the standard American diet and what got him there was talking about um uh the how most democrats are well actually all the democratic candidates are you know have some sort of uh health care for all platform um and he got talking about how yeah we have a problem with insurance in this country but we also have a problem with health in this country and maybe we should do something about the way people eat not just about the diseases that they have but how they're getting those diseases mm -hmm. and and you know he does this in a really abrasive way because that's bill maher but um up until up until that part <laughs> i was i was on board and i'm watching it because i read the article first because everybody was so mad about this and so I, I read the article first and then i i was like oh shit, what did he say so i watched the video and i'm watching it thinking okay yeah he's a little abrasive this is a little much but like i, I get what he's saying like i i'm not offended by this i'm on board and then you get to the end of it and it's like oh shit. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think that's like the thing of it is, um, you know, he maybe shouldn't have gone there because I don't think and this article actually makes some really good points because like, I don't uh, know that we would say that we sh that we should say that we shamed people out of racism. Um, I mean, <laughs> I don't think that's correct wording. I also don't think that like I understand his point, but I don't think that we really shamed people into wearing seatbelts or, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's not really, I think wouldn't it's you, more. Wouldn't you just say we educated them? That's what I was just going to say. I think it's more of an educational thing. And so maybe rather than like, you know, because when you talk about the, the term fat shaming, that to me is, you know, brings up an element of like bullying and an element of like meanness and just like, un you know, it's it's unnecessary. And so I don't think that those words are what he should have said, you know, maybe no. maybe bringing an education to to his point would have made for a better segment because like he does this thing where he shows a, a photograph of um, the uh, crap, the Apollo 
I forget which it's the Apollo, one of the Apollo missions or something. And it's, and he talks about how everybody in the photograph is really, really thin. And he talks about how, you know, if you go back however many decades, there quote unquote, weren't as many fat people. And so he talks about how over the years, the standard American diet has really gone downhill and how people don't take care of themselves and all that. And I can totally agree with that. Right. He's right. But, but (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah. But, you know, it's just that they're, he really opens himself up and he did open himself up for some really not great feedback on this because that's like a, it's quite the can of worms you opened up there, Bill. And uh, I don't know. Well, it's (laughs) like if you, if you took that like same thing um, and just switched the words to say educate, then Mm -hmm. everyone would be like, oh. Right. Right. Okay. Right. But I mean, it, it's the shame is a bad like shame is a bad thing nobody feels shame as a good thing right shame uh, is always yeah. negative yes and as somebody who loves Brene Brown <laughs> who has like made a career yep. out of researching shame and teaching people to not listen to their shame and and right. all of the negative effects that being taught shame as a child has uh, on you as an adult i feel like it is that word you know what i mean like you're why would you want to shame someone into doing literally anything that's not effective no you know why why would you why would you want that and then i don't know then there's in the same article there's a um, a response from james corden uh which on his show he does there's a video of him responding to it and it's really great. Um, he says, uh, you know, he says there's a common and insulting misconception that fat people are stupid and lazy and we're not. He continued, we get it. We know that being overweight isn't good for us. And I've struggled my entire life with trying to manage my weight and I suck mm-hmm. at it. And then he makes a he I, I forget the exact wording, but he calls um, Bill Maher like, a you know, I forget what he says, but he, he there is some name calling in there. And it's just like, oh, guys, <laughs> you know, like. Now it's just going to go back and forth. Oh, here it is. He says, uh, as Corden explained, we're not all as lucky as Bill Maher. We don't have a sense of superiority that burns 35,000 calories a day. Fat shaming is just bullying and bullying only makes the problem worse. And so like, what a, what a pickle, Bill. (laughs) Because if you literally like the same thing. So, you know. In August, 53 Americans died from mass shootings. Terrible, right? Do you know how many died from obesity? 40,000. Uh, let's see. Health education doesn't need to end. It needs to make a comeback. Some amount of education is good. We educated people out of smoking mm-hmm. and into wearing seatbelts. We educated them out of littering and most of them out of racism. Education mm-hmm. is the first step in reform. You yeah. take the word shame and you replace it with education and it's an entirely different thing. Absolutely. It's, it's a perfectly normal, even good thing. So yeah. it's like, yeah, like, yeah, Bill tends like that's kind of just the asshole. Yeah. That, like the shock value. Yeah. Of it, you but know? like it just does <clears throat> damage and it just makes people like they're going to come at each other and be like, how can you say that? You know, and like and then it takes away from the fact that like. And maybe some people don't know that they're unhealthy or they don't know how to get help and they education could help that. It's just, yeah, it's just a mess. And I like, just, I, 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 I get upset with generalizations, Yeah, you know, because, yes. um, sure, there are 
there is a decent size of this population who is unhealthily, unhealthily overweight and is good with that, you know, and and that's, that's on them. And they're, you know, they're uh, whatever that's on them. But then there's a, a whole other portion of the population who might be what society or, you know, medicine would say is overweight and they work out every day or they are a vegan or they are much healthier in what they eat than I am. And I'm, you know, very small. (laughs) So I I just generalizations kind of like frustrate me because then you also have the portion of the population who maybe lives in a food desert and has to eat trash because they don't have access to good produce. They don't have access to what I'm sure Bill Maher has access to living in Los Angeles or New York or wherever he records. I don't know. But, uh, you know, it, it's just, it's frustrating, I think. It's frustrating. And it's just, it's so problematic because it's like it turns back any work that's been done. Yeah. There's also a, a, a part of the video where he makes reference to the rainforest, what happened with the Amazon. And it's, he doesn't like come out and say it, but he does, it, it, it's almost as if like, fat people eat hamburgers and that's why the Amazon is burning. Oh like that's God. essentially what he's saying. And it's kind of like, okay, but um, I tried finding out and there's no information around what Bill Maher does and doesn't eat. So like, do you eat hamburgers, Bill Maher? Because I think you do. And so like, why? I'm pretty sure he does. I'm yeah. pretty sure he does too. Um, I couldn't find any like concrete information on the internet as to whether or not he's a vegetarian or whatever. So it's like, why are you why are you yelling at people for things that like you do it is that superiority complex you know like well I'm Bill Maher so and it sucks because I like Bill Maher (laughs) you know it's like a bummer when somebody that you enjoy on tv or whatever does something shitty yeah no and again it's people with power yeah how many people do like do listen to do watch Bill Maher Right. You know, like, use your power for good, not evil. Like, you can be, like, right. (laughs) Like, you can be controversial or say things because you want to be a little bit of an asshole and still not do actual damage. Right, right. So, or be, like, a goon about things. I don't know. Yeah. In the, uh, in that clip, I don't know who the people were that were his guests but like every so often it flashes to the people who are sitting at the table with him and you can see in their face that they're like oh no (laughs) right it's like oh god yeah and they you can they're like awkward laughing because like they can't not they're a guest on bill maher while he's going on this tangent but i don't know just no (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, and now it's firing back and forth, like you said, because I saw that James released a thing coming back at him, and then it's just... Yeah. He said, he said, back and forth and back and forth, and... Yeah. It just needs to stop. But... Oh, man. Yep. So, what else you got? You got a good segue into anything Uh, else you want to talk about? Uh... No? People you don't like, you should kill them with an axe. <laughs> fat, not fat, thin, unhappy with their bodies, happy with their bodies, axe them. <laughs> axe them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yay! So, um... That was a segue. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a segue. Somebody rode by the store on a segue today, and it like I, I could all I could see was like you riding on a Segway. <laughs> I should note that a sec- it was a security guard. Security guards ride around the mall on Segways. It wasn't just some rando. <laughs> you're, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to deal with me doing that in Italy. Pro tip. Oh my god, that'll be amazing. You're gonna be with me. Yes. Riding on a Segway, and then we're gonna ride on the little Vespas too. It'll be so cute. It'll be great. We'll take videos, or Andy will, and then not take videos of us crashing because mm-hmm. that's probably also going to happen. Yeah, probably. Anyways, mm-hmm. what's up? Who's what's uh? Yeah. So, um, this will be fun. Um, I guess we're we'll just do like a little story time. I'll tell you a little story. Ooh, yeah, I have I have my blankie out. I, I have a blankie ready. Tell me a story. Um so okay. So a so I've been wanting to and I should tell you off the well, I don't know. So there's like re, this is like really loosely relevant. It's really not <laughs> like it's well, really the, we're a vegan is <laughs> podcast. Ish. Yeah, emphasis on the ish today, ladies and gentlemen. Um, yep, it's fine because I, um, I, I really mostly just wanted an excuse to do some sort of like a true crime episode because that's our other love in life, mm-hmm. and um, I, I also just want to say really quick that. I feel like, and I know you can relate, like, what does it say about me that in my heightened state of anxiety lately, the thing that I've been doing to calm down is listening to, like, very old episodes of My Favorite Murder? (laughs) Like, like, why does that calm me down, you know? Yeah. Um, Like, like, I'm talking, like, I listened to, like, episode 10 today or something like that. Like, very, very old episodes. Those are old. Yeah, yeah. Episode, I don't remember which one it was, but I was listening to Richard Ramirez on the episode on the ride home today and that's like one of the first ones i think that's like before steven it's mm-hmm. old um but anyway i listened to um they d- i uh listened to the last podcast on the left episode of the amityville horror and then i immediately listened to my favorite murders episode of the amityville horror and so it just like sent me down this path of listening to old true crime podcasts that i've already listened to um but anyway um so like a month or so ago, when Mike and I were in Rhode Island, um, we went to Fall River to tour the Lizzie Borden house. Mm-hmm. And I have been wanting to tell you the tale of Lizzie Borden ever since, because there is a very, very small part that makes it relevant to this podcast. <laughs> very, very small. <laughs> very, it's reaching. Okay. Um, I mean, that's okay. <laughs> Um, but so do you, I mean, you know who Lizzie Borden is, yes? Yeah, she took an axe. Yes, she took a hatchet. <laughs> it's an axe, it doesn't work. It's, it's the whole rhyme is axe. I know, it's the, the, everything about the rhyme is actually wrong, though. I know, <laughs> I know, but that's like irrelevant. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, I will say that... Um, well, you have to give the whole Lizzie Borden story, though. 
Yeah, yes, what no, if I'm going doesn't to. Know? Yeah, no, no. Oh, no, I'm going to. Okay. Um, so uh, first and foremost, I want to say that there is actually like a lot of information about Lizzie Borden on the Internet. I tried to find like more around mm-hmm. the part that our tour guide talked about that I thought was interesting. But it's there's really not a lot, obviously, about like the good that she did in her life. It's all about the how she killed her parents. Um but I will say that the tour that we took of the Lizzie Borden house, and I really wish I could remember our tour guide's name, but um, it was probably the best tour of anything that I've ever taken. It was so good. And this mm. guy was so animated and knew so much and was just really compelling to listen to. Um, he did this thing where he he would pick somebody from the audience or whatever (laughs) not the audience but you know what I mean um and he would assign us all a role to play so like um okay yeah so like somebody had to play Lizzie's dad and somebody played Lizzie's stepmom and somebody played Lizzie and I got chosen to play the maid and like all you know there everybody played a part um so it's really how did you play parts oh well (laughs) so like for example when uh we're in the living room where lizzie killed her father he made the man sit that was playing her father sit down on the couch while he told the retelling and then he like pretend hit him in the head or whatever (laughs) and like we went upstairs to lizzie's to the bedroom and um Sarah Jane's girlfriend, Mar, is who got picked to play Abby Borden. So she had to, like, pretend to fold laundry and then got pretend hit with an axe and had to pretend to fall to the floor. But, like, what's really crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, like, really crazy is that when she did that, like, you know, the the couch that the guy was sitting on is not the actual couch that he was killed on. But that is the actual floor, (laughs) you know? Right. Like, that – and it's crazy because there was, like, a picture on the – on the vanity dresser or whatever right next to it like the crime scene photograph of this woman's body on the floor and then Mm -hmm. like mar had to fall to her knees in the same place it was really crazy so i highly recommend for anybody in the new england area if you're anywhere near fall river go take this tour because it's incredible um but so I learned so much because I feel like the story most people know of Lizzie Borden is just that she killed her parents and got away with it. Right. Um, But this guy told a somewhat different story uh, with some different information that I I didn't know. Um, He talked about how Lizzie and her sister, um, her sister was in her 40s and Lizzie was in her 30s and they were still living at home with um, their father and stepmother. And the story goes that he, you know, they didn't have, um, hot water they didn't have electricity and it was at a time where everybody else did so he was re- even though they were wealthy he was really keeping them in you know not the greatest standards of living right um and the- these were women who were well past the age of-, of marrying too and i you know the way he portrayed it was that the father really didn't help much and in, in, hel- in helping his daughters find husbands or whatever was the case for that time so it seems that there was you know and it, it's kind of almost as if they're painting a picture to make you feel like, oh, well, you know, these people deserved what they got, so to speak, um, which was interesting. But he also talks about um, how Lizzie's stepmother went to the doctor days before her murder, claiming of stomach ailments. And the doctor just kind of brushed it off as, well, it's 90 degrees. And, you know, at that time, they didn't have um, the means of, like, keeping food 
for days and days. So like food would just sit out and they would eat it anyway. And so food poisoning, right? Um, but it's thought that maybe Lizzie tried to poison them and that didn't work. So mm. here we are. Um, but the uh, thing that they talked about um, quite a bit was kind of like the inconsistencies of things about how, you know, how did their maid not hear or see anything and she was in the house and how did um, the, when the doctor did the autopsy, he tried to say that um, or, or yeah, when he when they did like the crime scene cleanup and stuff, the hatchet that they found had hair on it and they said it wasn't human hair and just like all these things that really make it seem like she probably did not do this alone. And it was really interesting to take a tour like that because the, this guy was obviously really passionate about this story and almost like her innocence, so to speak. And it was just really interesting because you don't ever hear any of that. It's it's usually just about this this spinster woman who killed her parents with an axe really, really brutally. How many times did she hit them since it's not um, 40 and 41? <laughs> let me tell you. I had the thing up. Um, and like, do you think she did it? No, she did it. She 100% did it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's I was like, if matter. you're going to tell me no, she was innocent. No, no, like, no, no. No, she, no, she totally did it. But um, it, it's more, I feel like, a, a matter of the other details around it because, like, she never does anything else. It's not like she was this, like, serial killer or, like, went on to commit all these crimes. Like, she goes on to be a recluse and she goes on to, like, live in a house on the hill and, like, minds her own business. But... What I thought was interesting um, that he talked about at the end that I did not know was that, um, well, so during her trial, um, a lot of women's rights organizations got involved because here was this woman of a certain age and she wasn't, um, she was getting a, a jury of her peers, but her, you know, a jury of your peers at that time was white men right mm -hmm. so like it's not really a jury of her peers because women couldn't be involved in it and so all of these like suffragette organizations and women's rights organizations really got involved um and so when she ended up being acquitted or what have you um she became kind of involved in women's rights which i didn't know and i thought was kind of awesome um but the thing the very loose tie <laughs> and you can find like a lot of information around this was that when she passed away well so when she lived on in her house which you can um they're opening up for tours i think soon so you'll be able to tour her home as well um she she was known for being an animal lover she got involved with um the local humane society of the time to um she invested in building a barn for abused horses and hmm. she, yeah, she had like uh, dogs that she was, that she loved very much. And she um, was said to have been really involved in animal rights. And when she died, um, she left a, a, a lot of, you know, at that time, a, a, what was a lot of money, which was $30,000 to the, um, to the Humane Society of that area, which is the uh, Animal Rescue League, Rescue League of Fall River, which is still in operation. And they say that they essentially are still in operation because of her money, because they invested it. And it obviously has grown since 1927, which is when she died. And so this animal rights organization has a photograph of her hanging in their lobby. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
and uh, is essentially still open and in operation because of Lizzie Borden, which is like, you don't get to know that stuff because all you know is that she was a maniac who killed her parents. But it's like, was she a maniac who killed her parents? I mean, she did kill her parents. Um, but yes. Like, was she a maniac, though? Like, was uh, she really? Yeah. It's it's really interesting. I just highly encourage anybody to take the tour because the guy also kind of gave the impression that, like, maybe she, that like, the uncle was in town and, like, maybe he helped her. And, it, you know, it was just really, really interesting how he really paints this picture that she was not in on this alone. Like, coincidentally, her sister was out of town. Coincidentally, the... um. Maid didn't hear a sound, even though she was like right outside, like, you know, all of these things that it's just like, really? And she didn't have any blood on her, like all of these things that are like, like, is that how she got acquitted is because she didn't have blood on her and things like that? Well, she was, he, he didn't really like go into the details around that, but it kind of sounds like she was a rich white lady who may or may not have had help from the public and um, there's a picture I think the tour guide said that at the end of the trial when she got acquitted she took a photograph with the jurors like the 30 men yeah yeah so it's it's kind of like were people in on this like it seems like a little bit more scandalous than people really um you know, lead you to believe. Did everyone just hate her parents because they were terrible people? Oh. I don't know. There, there's even like if you if you like really look into it online, there's some articles that um, say that her parents weren't terrible and that they did have, you know, th- water and whatnot of the of the times. But it, you know, I don't know. It's it's hard to like obviously know. Did but I just she thought, get like money? Did she? So her. Did she inherit money from the family from both of them being dead because she was acquitted? She, or She must have because I don't know how else she would have essentially had all that money remained to... rich for the rest right. of her life. Um, because after all of that, she buys a house. She bought a house for her and her sister lived in the house together. Um, then there's also like, you know, this whole side story. There's a movie about her that I haven't had a chance to watch yet. But there's um there's this like side story about how she was likely a lesbian and they made a movie. I want to watch that movie. Yeah. I think Chloe Savigny's in it. Yes. Um yeah, they made a movie about like Lizzie Borden as a lesbian, but I haven't seen that. Um but yeah, there's like all these like side stories. But the thing that I had never heard, I'd heard a lot of that. I'd heard that she was maybe a lesbian, I'd heard all of that, but I'd never heard that she is like the solely responsible for the fall river animal league or whatever you never you literally that's the thing is like you so first you know lizzie borden killed her parents yeah you know that and then she got away with it these are things everyone knows you know Um, there is the the falseness of the you know got an act gave her father 40 wax that whole thing there's a falseness in that um and you know that she was rich i think and then you go next layer. Some people know that, you know, there was the theory or whatever that she was a lesbian. But then, like, final level, like, pro level <laughs> is knowing about the animal. Yeah. Like, nobody knows about that. I had no yeah. idea. She, um, to, to answer your question from before, she hit her stepmother 18 times and her father 11. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, like, that's also a thing if you think about it. Like, no, it totally is. That's like, the thing. Is like, she's like, that's, that's a little maniac. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, like, it's if aggressive. you want to kill someone, you could, you, like, they were, they were done with one 
One hit. One right. hit with a hatchet and you're done. I mean, like, maybe two, you know. Maybe just, like, two. Sure. Sure. Which, yeah, actually, that's fair because all the time during, like, horror things, I'm like, hit them twice. Like, yeah. why do you not make sure they're down? So, like, yeah. okay, let's just say you hit each person twice with a hatchet, like, and they're spewing blood. Like, I'm sure they're fine. Like, mm-hmm. they're they're dead. 18 times. Yes. That's right. That's a little maniacal. Yes. <laughs> But there's just so much to it. I love all the intrigue there. And then to know that she, like, went on and did this, like, you know, thing for animals. So she, like, wasn't completely crazy. Right. And there's a a quote in this one article um, that she was to, um, in her will, she said, I have been fond of animals and their need is great. And there are so few who care for them. Like, like Lizzie Borden said that. (laughs) It's true, Lizzie. It is Preach. true. <laughs> it is true. I just sent uh, you guys a link, but there's a whole section of the Animal Rescue League of Fall River um, dedicated to her. Uh, it says it's Lizzie Borden and the Animal Rescue League of Fall River. It's a whole tab on there, and it goes into like the, um, you know, her history um, with all of that. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I lo- see that tied in. That definitely tied in. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely did. I was like, what small thing? I had doubts there for a second. And I said, no. Because it came around. Yeah. Yeah. And then I looked up, too, briefly. I was like, huh, what other? If you just Google serial killers who didn't eat meat, there's there's some in this article that, like, are recognizable. Some I don't recognize at all. This one. Lynette Fromm um, was a would-be assassin and member of the Manson family cult. <gasps> oh. Yeah. And she was a vegetarian? She was, yep. She was the one who was dead set on assassinating uh, President Gerald Ford. Oh! Mm-hmm. She was the one, when the president appeared, she was quickly subdued by Secret Service agents. She was convicted and sentenced to life, mm. um, but released on parole in 2009. Uh, but yeah, she was on... <laughs> When asked about her diet, she replied, vegetables. Yeah, I'm a vegetarian. I try and avoid additives, sugar. I ordinarily don't eat any sugar or starches. Wow. So uh, there's that one. Interesting. Uh, yep. So that was one who was recognizable. Um, there's several that I didn't recognize at all. Volker Vandergraaf. I don't know who that person is at all. Hmm. But there's some solidly um recognizable ones including william mcdonald okay oh that's who comes up first when i google it yeah (laughs) yeah and i think i'm pretty sure that um oh he's australian what he was australia's first true serial killer so i'm like 99 percent sure that both last podcast and my favorite murder um, my favorite murder has done william mcdonald yep Wowee, look at this. Yeah, he was the first person. Yeah, and it was uh it was like a Jack the Ripper style. Yeah. I bet we're violently, looking at the same website. Violently stabbed them dozens of times and finally severed their penis and testicles. Great. Love that. <laughs> yeah. Um there's a whole um I thought Oh, no. I thought it was a Reddit thread. Oh, it is a Reddit thread. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Are you a hypocrite if you're a serial killer and a vegan? 
Um, there's somebody on this Reddit thread who claims that Ted Bundy became a Hindu in his last years and followed a vegetarian diet. But I think that that's probably likely after he did all the killing. Right. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, there's... I don't... I don't... <laughs> interesting. Are you a hypocrite? That's an interesting... Yeah. I mean... If, okay, I, this I think is that's Quora? the least of your concerns. I, Q-U-O-R-A. I don't know if it's like a weird Reddit style thing, mm. but there's like questions like, has there ever been a vegan vegetarian serial killer and who was it? Um, but then there's a bunch of like other articles like, have you ever met a serial killer? If I kidnapped a vegan and only gave them meat and they died because they refused to eat it, can I be charged with murder? What? <laughs> what? Wait, yeah. wait, what? Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh. I want to know what people said to this. So now I have to click some random. What is happening? My cats are jumping out of nowhere. Uh. Um. Yes. This person said yes. It because shows some form of premeditation. You would have to, with premeditation, know that the individual targeted was vegan or vegetarian. Um. Hold on. <laughs> I don't know if we've ever discussed this. I'm going to send you something. Oh, boy. Have we Have we talked about this? No. <laughs> well, boys and girls, it's time for our favorite corner. <laughs> I just heard Andy sigh. Did I just hear Andy sigh? Is that what that was? Yeah. <laughs> My favorite corner and your favorite corner. Which is the PETA is crazy corner. Um, so this is from 2015. Um, and the article is entitled Turning Jeffrey Dahmer's Legacy Around. And essentially, they are saying that what they think should be done to Jeffrey Dahmer's Akron, Ohio home is turn it into a uh, vegan culinary, <laughs> I know, a, um, a vegan culinary experience of sorts. Um, a nice we little... should do that if it's all like fake human stuff. Like if you can eat, if you can make it vegan, but it's a human, like a fake human penis. Sure, oh do God. it. Do it, do it, do it. I want, I want a crock pot full of what is like, Satan or something. It would have to be like something more spongy, to, I would think, to be like a penis. But like, I want a pot full of penises that are actually vegan food. Sure, that's the only way you're doing this. Otherwise, what the actual fuck? Like, you're gonna have like a like a like a fresh and healthy cafe in Jeffrey you're Dahmer's home. You're so mad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is is totally justified because this article is fucked. It says like Dahmer's human victims. Cows, pigs, and chickens are made of flesh and blood and fear for their lives when confronted by a man with a knife. They are also drugged and dragged, and their limbs are bound. Their struggles and screams are ignored as they are killed and cut up to be consumed. Their bones are thrown away by gar like garbage. The difference is that when Dahmer was caught, his killing spree ended. Today, however, more than 30 billion animals are slaughtered in the U.S. every year in similarly gruesome ways for food. PETA... So the thing is, now... also... Jeffrey Dahmer would keep an entire deceased body like on ice yep. in his bathtub so he could cuddle with it <laughs> because 
he loved them too. It's he not also funny. had sex with them. It's not funny. So like <laughs> it's it's not that is it is not a it that is not a one that is not a one to one thing. That is no. like I like okay, so we all understand what they're doing here, right? Because Jeffrey Dahmer did kill and eat people. Right. So that is that is like I get what they're doing there. However, as a true crime fanatic. Same. Jeffrey Dahmer did a lot more than that, too. Yeah, yeah. Sure so it's did. not that cut and dry. And, and also, like, we offensive. cannot compare that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it's offensive to those people who were killed by Jeffrey Dahmer to say, like, come on, PETA. It's just, I get it, but come on. I mean, you you don't have people rolling up in, like, what was it, a red punch bug that he drove around, red or yellow or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's just, and to, like, seduce an animal. So it's not, you can't. <sighs> it's not funny. <laughs> because the thing is, is don't, and don't get me wrong, animals have rights. They have right. feelings. They right. deserve to Better. live. Yeah, like, they deserve better. They deserve sure. far better than what we give yeah. them. That is yeah. not what either yeah. one of us is saying. Yeah, humans need to do better for sure. But a human and an animal is not equal. And it's, yeah, it's, it. to your point, like, <sighs> the actions, while, like, the physical, like, cutting and all that, you know, maybe the same like physical action but like to your point Jeffrey Dahmer or whatever serial killer you may be discussing their motives and their mentality and their state of mind is not the it's not the same (laughs) no it's it's not and you know I'm just thinking of like when we watched my friend Dahmer which if you guys haven't seen that you should go see it I've never seen you so you were so uncomfortable it was so wild it was it was good though yeah it was really good but like it sheds a light onto like the backstory because everyone has some sort of backstory and so that's why I'm like it's not I mean maybe people are gonna say well it's worse because we're just killing animals blindly and we have no feeling behind it and I'm like I again it's not i just wish that these things weren't put in the same yeah category yeah because again you're taking away from the severity of both situations by comparing them to one another exactly both of these things separately are very serious and very awful but why are you trying to compare and say which is worse when they're both independently awful you know like why do why do we need to have worse? Why why does it have to be a game of which is worse? Why can't it, it's just these these two things are both awful. They're both bad things, and both things need to stop. No, people shouldn't be killing people, and people shouldn't be killing animals. Right, right. Both things need to stop. But yeah, you don't need to compare these two things, and it just makes you look crazy. I mean, mm-hmm. that is just, and like the thing is, they're not like a bill. Who's trying to get a rise out of someone? I think they're very serious about this. Oh yeah, for sure. Do you know sure. what I'm saying? Like, yes. like Bill may have said things incorrectly or said something wrong, being like, you know, just to get a rise out of people, a reaction. But like, Pete is very serious. When when if they were like, if someone was like, oh, we'll give you Jeffrey Dahmer's home for ten thousand dollars if you can raise it and you can turn it into a vegan cafe, they would do it. Oh, like, they'd 100%. be very serious about it. Yeah. And like, that's what like is messed up to me is that it's not like to get this kind of reaction like we're having it's like a very serious thing yeah 
that's I I I don't no no <laughs> no no I'm sorry did did anybody did did you I don't know if you mentioned because I started like blacking out when you <laughs> brought this up that they had a name for it Oh, oh! Did I mention? I don't know if I did. Um, the, uh, the eat so for life. Eat for life home cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Create a cruelty-free vegan dining spot that will inspire visitors to choose nonviolent meals and practice compassion with every bite they take. The name we have in mind is Eat for Life Home Cooking. Mm-hmm. See, like to me, I would be like, you should open that. Again, if you have, like, fake human body parts and stuff hanging out, like, you only do, like, eat for life home cooking if you're being, like, when we went to the cannibalism thing that Joey and Max did. Right. You do it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eat for life home cooking and you have a fake body that you're cutting apart (sighs) and it's vegan food, but it's a fake human body. Right. That would be funny. Right. And not necessarily the same humor everyone else would have, but... But you also you also wouldn't be doing that at the expense of like real human victims. You know what I mean? No, exactly. And like that's the thing is like his victims were very real people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I feel like we have some controversial things. Mm-hmm. Fat shaming, which is not controversial. That's just the use of the word shaming. Yeah. Just don't be a dick. Just stop. Stop comparing one thing to another. Let everybody suffer or be good or be happy in their own, yeah. like, being. Yeah. I, for the love of Christ. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I just um, – to circle back to that Bill Maher thing, I guess, quickly. I I was so heated by it when I watched it. But at the same time, I like I said before, I was like, oh, maybe we shouldn't talk about this. Because I also get, like, so self-conscious that it's not okay for me to talk about things like this because I'm small. So what do I know? You know what I mean? Or like, I have no right to talk about this or I have, you know what I mean? It's this really weird um, place. I feel like Mm -hmm. it's this really weird uh, culture that we've created in terms of body positivity. That's like, know this, know this, know this, this is, this is beautiful. No, this is, no, this is better. No, this is. And it's, it's kind of that same thing where it's like, why does anything have to be better or worse than something else? Like, why can't we just, why can't we applaud somebody making an effort to be healthy versus what that looks like outwardly? You know, it's just, it, it was just really interesting. Cause I was like, oh shit, maybe we shouldn't talk about this. Cause like two skinny white chicks, what do we know? You know what I mean? But like, uh, I don't know. I'm just trying to be an ally. I'm just trying to be a good person, you know. Because <laughs> being fat became about not looking good. Right. Do you know what I'm but like, be, like, so being fat is a thing. Yeah. People are fat. People are thin. 
These are facts. They're also four-letter the words. You know what I mean? It's, it's a it's a word. Like we come up with the connotations and the associations. Exactly. It's, exactly. It, it's a societal thing. You know what I mean? It, these are just yes. words describing what somebody looks like, but whether yep. or not it's seen seen as positive or negative is something that we as humans created. You yep. know, and I as you That's were, the biggest problem. Yeah. And as you were saying that, I was actually thinking about what I was saying before, how Bill Maher showed that photograph of people from the 70s and how it was all really thin people. And it's like yeah, but you could also go like way back in time to like Renaissance era when women were much larger than they are now. And that was mm-hmm. seen as beautiful, you know, so it's like, just calm down, you know, the, Taylor Swift needs to come in again and tell him to calm down. <laughs> you need to yes. calm down, you know, like, I don't know. But anyway, context yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, I don't let people be yeah you know you, if you look at like paintings you, if you if, when we go to italy for example and we look at all these beautiful paintings that it's not going to be of skinny skinny bitches it's going to be women with hips you know like it's mm-hmm. not it's so sure you found a photograph from the 70s of all thin people but like that's not that's you kind of creating your own context i feel like exactly yeah so. just let people be yeah for the love of God. Yeah. You know, maybe just know a person's story first. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> or, you know what? You don't even need to know their story. Just leave them the fuck alone. Mind your business. Mind your business. That's right. You know, like, who cares if you don't think they're beautiful? They do. Or if they don't, maybe they don't need you to point that out to them. Like, just just leave people be. Yeah. Stop yes. being such assholes to each other, guys, oh, no. and it's, to animals you know. and to the planet. Yeah. Stop it. Yep. I just saw something some uh maybe on Facebook that was like, are vegan alternatives even good? Because, you know, it's made of plastic and <laughs> what you know, plastic's bad for the ocean, so aren't we just being bad to the environment? And I was like, Are we really going down this rabbit hole right now? <laughs> And it's, it was a fair thing. Like, oh, we have to be angry about vegan alternatives to leather or vegan alternatives to, I don't know, plastic straws because it's metal and metal. I don't. That's just an example. They were just throwing all these things like our alternatives actually better. Why? Why? I don't know. <laughs> why? You know, why do we see somebody trying to to make an effort towards something better and say, well, this is why that's worse. You know, like what? I'm tired. Where's Andy with the Mrs. Doubtfire facts? Did he tell you about that? No. Oh, so we had, we had like heavy political conversation in our little special episode and Andy was getting, we were both getting upset. So he started reading Mrs. Doubtfire facts from the internet (laughs) to like, to like calm the tensions. And I think we need a Mrs. Doubtfire fact. Oh man. Andy, can you send us one? Andy will send one. Perfect. Is it only because I watched Mrs. Doubtfire like last week or something? Because that movie is so good. It is so good. I was telling him that they're making it a musical. Did you know? No. Yes. I was telling him that it's got um, that guy who now I can't think of his name. Um, the guy that was in Something Rotten, who is now in Beetlejuice. Rob, oh, Rob, yeah. Rob McClure. That's his name. Yeah. Yeah. He's leaving Beetlejuice to start Mrs. Doubtfire. Ugh. Oh, man, that's going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Um, anything else? Yes. During the scene when Mrs. <laughs> Selner comes to inspect Daniel's apartment and Daniel slash Mrs. Doubtfire is serving her tea, the icing on his slash her face is melting off. This was not intentional. The heat from the set lights melted the icing on his face and Robin Williams improvised the bulk of that scene. Ugh, what a star. That's, you know, it was funny because it was like 10 minutes. First of all, you can't find that movie anywhere. You have to rent it. It's not free streaming anywhere, which is wild to me because it's hella old. So like, why? But I rented it and it was like maybe 10, 15 minutes into it. And I texted Andy and I was like, Robin Williams was a huge loss. Circling to another thing that's a problem is just mental illness and not knowing what someone is going through, even though they might look okay and smile and all this stuff because like what a fucking anyone lost to suicide is a tragedy yes but like it's those people that stand out that if you do see them perform or something like that and they're so so talented and so good it was i was so upset by it yeah um on that note um i'll just do my little encouragement corner and encourage everybody to go to therapy because i went back to therapy today and i feel like a brand new fucking person (laughs) i cannot say it enough go find yourself a therapist who understands you don't find yourself a therapist who doesn't understand you because that'll be counterproductive find yourself a therapist who gets you but can tell you what is up and doesn't sugarcoat but does it in a respectful way and and helps you to feel like you are normal and explains why your brain does the things that it does so that you too can leave feeling like a brand new person looking forward to your next appointment I really have to get hooked up with that. I cannot. I like, you know, probably like halfway into my appointment, I was sitting there thinking to myself, wow, I feel so much better. And I just got here. Like already, I feel so much better. Why did I stop coming? Like, because what happens is you start to feel like better, right? And like, I started Mm -hmm. to feel like I was going to these appointments, and I didn't really know what to talk about. And so to me, that was like, Oh, I don't have to go anymore, because I don't have anything to talk about. I'm not coming in with like a list of complaints, so to speak, you know what I mean? And so I stopped going. And then, you know, when my dad got sick, I was like, No, no, time to go back immediately. Like, I was like, we're not fucking around, we're going back to therapy. So I went back today for my first appointment. And woo! Bless. <laughs> Bless the field of psychology. I really got to do that. <laughs> yeah, I highly recommend it. <laughs> I want to go to the same place you go to. I'm I not the also same therapist necessarily, but I also highly recommend that office in general. I have I know other people who go there and they also love it. So, highly recommend. There you go. Mm-hmm. That's encouragement corner. Encouragement corner. That's fact corner from Mrs. Doubtfire. That's right. All the corners. Four corners. Yeah. Angry corners. We did those. Yep. Murder corner. Do you have any food corner? No. Well, I just had those popcorn chickens and they were really good. I'm waiting for the day. Every time I walk by Morningstar, I check the sausage for you. Ugh. Please. Because I know that you, like, used to love it. I mourn it. I mourn it yep. so hard. And it's going to, because Morningstar is going to be all vegan, it will mm-hmm. happen one it day. It will. You're right. And like, 
I like I want to call you when it happens because I want to hear your reaction. You want to be the one to give me that gift. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. I look forward to it. Yeah. I don't think I have any food corners. No, I don't think anything in particular. Yeah, I got I got nothing. Casey brought me some mozzarella sticks from Bourbon and Wolf on Sunday. She came to visit me at work and brought me mozzarella sticks and I felt blessed. But other than that, and the also blessed news that the co-op delivers the fuck. Um, was there a minimum to that? Was there a no! charge for it? I even there was a charge. There was like a two or three dollar charge. But I was like, I feel really guilty, like making somebody bring me a breakfast sandwich right now. But I was like, I don't give a fuck that you wouldn't be on Grubhub if you didn't want to do it. So that's true. So I got a breakfast sandwich. I paid a couple extra dollars for it because of like delivery and tip and whatnot but like i don't care somebody brought me a breakfast sandwich and it was timely <laughs> it didn't that's take awesome i know i was so pleased it's the little things in life yes it is oh man well then well then i guess that's it, it would other seem than so. the usual to because you love us go give us a rating five stars five stars one two three four five yep a high five Mm -hmm. yay give us a wink on itunes in your review that you leave for us yes tell your friend your best friend yeah tell the person that your dog's sitting for (laughs) yeah leave them a note that says listen to this podcast yes leave our podcast on for the cats or the dogs yes. while the person is away just leave our voices like going on throughout their house yes do that do that too and- um and then for those of you in the somewhat new york-ish area we should probably start plugging the syracuse veg fest Yes. Um, Syracuse Veg Fest, October 19th at the New York State Fairgrounds. Uh, Your favorite best friend podcast will be there hanging out all day, doing a live, doing a live live. So uh, come hang out. Come listen to us in real life. Moderate. Yeah. Something. Something. I mean, (laughs) no, with our friends, um, uh, uh, Joey, of course, will be there and Joel of Strong Hearts and uh, some business owners in the area, Red Fern and a new place in Binghamton, right? Yeah. Parlor City. Parlor City. City. I think it's them that posted something, a food that's going to be at at Veg Fest that I was like, what the fuck is that? I think it was Parlor City. Somebody probably. Oh, crap! Now I don't know. Wait, was it? I'm looking right now. Parlor City. They well, now I don't remember. But they posted. I'm looking at it right now. They've got a peach cinnamon buns posted mm. on their Instagram. That looks delicious. That sounds hella good. Delicious. Um, but yeah, we'll be chatting with some food connoisseurs. Ooh, chocolate cherry cupcakes. Oh, my. Are we allowed to eat while we do this? While we talk? I don't see why not. Right? (laughs) Like, we're the moderators. We won't be doing most of the talking. We just have to, like, ask a question and then point the mic at someone else. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll eat in the meantime. Right. Yeah. Oh, we're Um, doing that. So, yeah, come check us out. October 18th? uh, October 19th. 19th. Yes. I believe it's a Saturday. Yes. Catterday. 
There you go. That's right. Every day is catter day for you. That's right. Yay. Yay. Cool. I guess that's it then. That's all she Un- wrote. Until next time. Until next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye.